You don't want to keep this deep down in places. You don't talk about it. parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Hi, New York Giants fans. This is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. Oh, we got a video coming up today for all the Daniel Jones fans. This is gonna this is gonna turn out to them calling me the hater of Daniel Jones. Because you know what? We don't like honesty. We don't want honesty. We don't want to talk about his issues. We don't want to talk about his problems. We just want to talk about how he is the greatest quarterback that ever suited up for the New York Giants. He is he is he is greater than Chuck and Charlie Conley. Better than Y.A. Tittle. Better than Eli Manning. Better than Phil Sims. Better than Kerry Collins. All combined. Because you know what? Daniel Jones can do no wrong. Well, the problem is, if you have been watching him this training camp and going back to mini, mini camp, there's been some issues. There's been some, there's been some problems. And those are the things that we need to talk about. And those are the things that we need to address. His accuracy is not there. His, his ability to seemingly grip this offense does not seem to be there yet. He actually uh, uh, opened up the door for Tyrod Taylor to take first team reps today. He didn't look good in the blue and white scrimmage. He hasn't looked good since 19. I mean, when do we start thinking to ourselves or when does Joe Shane start thinking to himself? You know what? I got to I got to I got to push the panic button. I got I got to jump out of the plane, but make sure my parachute's on because you know what? This is a weak NFC East. I'm not saying the Giants are going to take the division. All I'm saying is potentially maybe this team can win some games in this division. Potentially with the with the alleged soft schedule, and I always use the word alleged because you never know what teams are going to be good, you never know what teams are going to be bad. But maybe with this alleged soft schedule, the Giants can steal a couple games here and there. But the problem is, if Daniel Jones could not handle the complexity or the lack of complexity and 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 creativity of the Jason Garrett offense, how is he going to handle the Kafka offense? <laughs> Sorry. Dable offense. <laughs> We're trying to give Kafka a little bit of props, but how is he going to handle that? When do we reach a point as fans? When do we reach a point as an organization where we say we need to start looking anew? We need to start looking down the road to see not what we can find in 2023, but what may be available in 2022. I'm not pulling the panic button just the panic cord just yet. I'm not pulling the panic button, pushing the panic button just yet. But as an organization, you cannot sit there and say, well, it was just me. He had a bad minicamp. It's just minicamp. And then it was, well, it was just mandatory minicamp. Then it was, well, it was just the first week of preseason. Then it's just, well, it was the first time in pads. Then it was just, well, you know, it's just a scrimmage. Then what is it going to be? Well, you know, it's, it's, it was just preseason. Well, it's just the first six games of the season. The Giants need a contingency. They do. I like Tyrod Taylor, but Tyrod Taylor's health at times can be questioned. You have Davis Webb, who's really never suited up in anything meaningful. His stats, I think, are two carries for a negative three yards when he went into victory formation last year. So he's really never done anything either. So if you think you have a stout defense, if you think you have weapons that can help a quarterback propel and make this team have the ability to score, if you think you have a, a, a healthy Saquon Barkley, why not just for the sanity of the fan base in the franchise as the general manager at some point in time, start scanning maybe either the free aging wire after cutdowns or maybe even consider making a trade, you know, a, a late round draft choice for some insurance, maybe, you know, maybe a seventh round, maybe a sixth round tops. 
but you don't know. But you can't just sit there with your, you know, sitting on your hands, not thinking, what can we do to improve this organization? And I guarantee you this. And Shane, it seems to be a very intelligent man. I guarantee he's not sitting there on his laurel saying, ah, you know what? We, we, we're, we're okay. He's constantly bringing in new guys. He's constantly waving guys. They're constantly holding tryouts. So why not do the same thing for the quarterback? I'm not saying you need to dump Daniel Jones. So hopefully the people that listen so far the first five minutes haven't left yet. I'm not saying dump Daniel Jones, but I'm saying have a contingency plan for, or just in case you have to go to Tyron and maybe Tyron gets hurt. And you're not just sitting there with Davis Webb or Scott Fromm. Now, everyone, of course, is going to be thinking of Jimmy G, the Garuffalo. And I think he would be the best option because of the fact that the word out of San Francisco is right now that he will more than likely be waived. The only problem is you have you have quarterback needy teams that are that are not just the Giants. You have you actually just found out today that Jameis Winston has a foot injury. So yeah, you have to take a look there. You have Seattle chomping at the bits, waiting for the Gruffalo to get waved. I guarantee you, he, he. I mean, Washington, even though they have Wentz and Heineke, may even make that call to see if what they can do to, you know, let him. I should say, shift him over to that direction. Hell, the Texans. I think you know how satisfied are with David Davis Mills and Kyle Allen and Jeff Driscoll. You think they might have an opportunity, but you know what? He's a guy that should be the first person on the giant speed dial. If he does get waived, you're probably going to have to give him at least a two to three year contract. He's going to have to get his most, most of his money when we have our calories, uh, excuse me, our salary cap space in year two, but it's just something that we, it's something that we just have to look at and we have to examine. The other guy I was thinking about the other day was Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph has started to kind of a knucklehead. If he followed his career in Pittsburgh has started a couple games as, as showed that he has the ability at times to lead his team down the field with somewhat of accuracy. You have Trubisky who is going to be number one, but you got Kenny Pickett on that team. So Kenny Pickett on that team right now is listed on the depth chart as number three, but I could easily see him leapfrog Mason Rudolph easily. And he would either probably be available on the cheap for a trade, maybe a seventh round pick, or he could potentially even be waived towards the end of the end of training camp. Then I was looking at some of the other rosters, and you know, you get you got Matty Ryan over in the Colts, very dependable, and you got Nick Foles sitting there behind him. Why not? Why not bring have a reunion to the NFC East for Nick Foles? Let him come in and beat the Eagles. Let him beat those Eagles once or twice. He is an option to look at because I, I'm looking at the roster. You got a couple guys behind him that may be able to come in and drop into that second string spot. But you also know that Nick Foles is not a long term option behind Matt Ryan. He's not going to push Matt Ryan to be a star. I mean, to be the starter. He's there as insurance, and it's an interesting it's an interesting dichotomy to think about. And then I was thinking, you know what, you have, you have to take a look. The, the other team that I was really interested in that could potentially have a quarterback that could be on the move, and, and they would never trade him to the Giants, but Gardner Minshew. You got Jalen Hurts there. Most people think, if you watch some of the film from Jalen, he's looking really good this, this summer. But you have Carson Strong right behind him. 
Carson Strong is, you know, actually, you know, he he's an inch. I, I'm not a big fan of Carson Strong, but I think he's an interesting prospect. And if they truly believe in Jalen, why not move on for Gardner, create some cap space, and maybe fill in some additional positions that they want to look at? So there are options available to the Giants. There, there are opportunities available to the Giants. And I'm not saying you have to hit, like I said, I don't say you don't have to hit the panic button right now. You don't have to turn around and say, you know what, we have to get Daniel Jones out of here. But you also don't want to be sitting there six games into the season. Daniel, you're 0-6. Daniel Jones is playing terrible. And Ty, you know, Tyrod Taylor is hurt. You're looking at Davis Webb thinking. That's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. Well, that's right, Hudson. That dookie would be pretty high. And we just have to consider it. We have to just think. And like I said, I think Shane is smart enough to understand that as he's been looking to, to replenish the cabinet, replenish this roster, that he understands that, you know what? No position on this 53-man roster should be overlooked and no position should not have scrutiny. We need to scrutinize every position on the team, and we need to take a look at Daniel Jones. And like I said, I've said it a million times. I hope he succeeds because if he succeeds, the Giants succeed. Now, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this video, but I don't care. Because the fact that if you cannot honestly assess Daniel Jones over the last three years, you, you, you're, I'm not the issue. You are. You have to just understand what you have, what he is, and if you if if by some miracle beyond miracles he turns into be Eli Manning or Phil Sims, that's great. But more than likely he's going down the path of Dave Brown. And we have to just consider our options for 2022. Because like I said, if you think you can win in 2022, you need to look at everything. You need to consider everything. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue bringing in the best of New York Giants sports talk in our team. And as always, if you like. If you subscribe, if you ring that button, you know what it means. That'd be awesome.